The great outdoors can be great for your health. But how much outdoor time is optimal for better health? With an interview that answers that question, here again, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thanks again, Chris. We're joined by Dr. Matt White, an environmental psychologist and senior lecturer from the University of Exeter Medical School, and he was the lead author of the study. So, Dr. White, it's probably not a surprise to anyone that getting outdoors and around nature is a healthy thing, but your study examined just how much time outside is enough. Tell us a bit about your study and what you found. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's pretty common sense. It's been known for thousands of years, I'd say, that getting out and about in nature is probably good for your health and well-being. I'm actually based in a medical school, and increasingly doctors and other medical professionals are thinking about social prescribing, including suggesting to certain patient groups to spend time out and about in the natural environment. One of the things that's holding them back is they just don't know how much. So a patient comes in and says, well, how much time should I be spending? The idea behind this study was very much to try and help support doctors and patients understand what might be a reasonable threshold. So to give you a bit of background, it's actually data collected by the UK government under the Department of Environment. And they interviewed in the home about 20,000 people right across the country all throughout the whole year, every single demographic you can think of, and really got them to think about how much time they'd spent in nature over the last seven days. And by nature, they are talking about time outdoors, but not in your garden. So it's visiting public parks, beaches, woods, and that kind of thing. Tell us a bit about the health benefits that you found from this. What we were talking about really is self-reported health, but that's highly correlated to a doctor's judgment and also psychological well-being in terms of overall life satisfaction. And what we really found was that spending time outdoors in nature up to two hours didn't seem to be any different than spending no time at all. The difference really kicked in for anybody over about two hours, up to about four hours, and then it kind of flattened out. So there seems to be this optimal window of about two to four hours. The size of the effects is what partly surprised me. I mean, the effect sizes are similar to living in the poorest and the richest regions. We know richer regions tend to be associated with higher health. What we didn't know was that you could counteract that by spending up to two hours a week in the natural world. We also found that it was true for men and women, older adults, younger adults, with different ethnicities, whether you lived in a rural area, an urban area. And one of the most important findings for us was that we found it amongst people who also had long-standing illnesses or disabilities. So what this means is it's not just healthier people visit nature more often, although that's true. When people with illnesses or disabilities get out in nature for two hours a week, they're also reporting higher psychological well-being. So that was one of the crucial findings. Generally, when people are outdoors, they're getting some form of exercise, walking or biking or whatever. But the exercise is almost beside the point because your study found that simply being out in nature is the thing. You're right on both points. So first of all, the exercise in and of itself is good, and that could happen in a gym or anywhere. Although we know that psychologically there's more benefits from doing exactly the same exercise outside than inside. But in this particular study, we controlled for that in two ways. First of all, we incorporated in our statistical modeling the amount of exercise they did a week. So this is the effect of nature exposure over and above exercise. And just to make sure we've got that right, we also took a subsample of the population who didn't do any exercise and looked at their time in nature. And again, we found that 120 minutes resulted in better health and well-being amongst that group. So what kind of things were they doing in the park? Basically, they were doing things like sitting down, picnicking, you know, passive activities or walking very slowly, which doesn't technically count as the physical activity for your 150 minutes a week. 
And the 150 minutes a week is interesting because that's essentially what we're trying to replicate. So it took several years to come up with the guidelines of 150 minutes a week is the threshold for good physical activity. It's going to take us a few more years as well before we get very clear guidelines on amount of time spent in nature. We need more longitudinal research on that. But you're absolutely right. This is the effect over and above exercise. Does it matter whether that 120 minutes happens in a single trip outdoors or do several shorter visits outdoors during the week add up as well? We were really surprised by this. Effectively, it didn't matter. It could be a two-hour trip. It could be two one-hour trips. It could be four 30 minutes. The crucial thing was that you accumulated 120 over the week. And actually, when you think about it, that's really helpful for people because people with really busy lives who can't maybe get a two-hour slot in, they could slip in 30 minutes here and there over the lunch break to get their 120. Other people may be retired or so on. Maybe they can go for a two-hour walk on a Sunday. So the beautiful thing is that you seem to be able to fit it around your lifestyle to suit you. Fascinating research. Dr. Matt White, environmental psychologist and senior lecturer from the University of Exeter Medical School in the United Kingdom. Thank you very much for joining us today on InfoTrack. Thank you. It's a pleasure. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. And that'll do it for this week's InfoTrack. The executive producer of InfoTrack is Randy Meyer. I'm Chris Whitting. Thanks for listening from all of us at InfoTrack. InfoTrack.